Hey y'all, welcome to Adorn Podcast. This is episode 95, and today you get to hear a live recording from a breakout session at Proclaim Truth Conference. Hi friends, and welcome to the Adorned Podcast. We're your hosts, Erin and Casey. We would love for you to come join us each week as we discuss what it means to be made beautiful by God's Word. Whether you are a college student walking to class, a mom folding laundry during nap time, or a boss babe sitting in rush hour traffic, we hope that we can encourage and inspire you to pursue a deeper understanding of the Bible. Aaron and I had the joy and privilege of teaching a breakout session at Proclaim Truth in Dallas back in January. Proclaim Truth is a conference whose mission is to encourage and equip women in their desire to be better communicators of God's word in their homes, churches, and communities. If you remember, we had the founder, Angie Likens, on the podcast last year, and if you haven't listened to it, you definitely should. It's episode 69, but we absolutely love this conference, and it was, like I said, just such a joy and privilege to be able to take part in it again this year and actually lead a breakout session. Our breakout was called How to Lead a Transformative Bible Discussion, and that's basically just fancy for we walk the women through how we prepare for our podcast in each week in order that they could hopefully go home and have similar discussions with others in their lives. And then we wrapped up our session by actually recording a live podcast on John 1. So we kind of demonstrated for them what we had taught on at the first part of the session. And originally we were going to just air the podcast portion of the breakout, but after some thought, we decided that the teaching portion might be beneficial to you all as well. So you're getting a little bit of a sneak peek into the behind the scenes of how we prepare for the Adorn podcast each week. And so we're about to let you listen to it. It's going to be a little different format because it is at a conference but we hope that you learn something from it and that you enjoy. All right. Good morning, ladies. So good to see your beautiful faces this morning. I know we're still drinking our coffee, waking you up. You don't drink coffee. I don't drink coffee. Anybody else? No, no coffee? Yeah. Woo-woo. And uh, I know you had a long power walk to get back here, so hopefully that helped wake you up. So welcome to um, How to Lead a Transformative Bible Discussion. Long name. We'll explain what it means. Uh, What today's session is going to look like is we're going to spend the first part of our time together discussing what is a transformative Bible discussion, um, why we have these discussions, and then give some steps on how to. And then we're going to record a live podcast, which is going to be super fun. Um, of just showing kind of what it looks like to have these discussions. Our podcast um, is called the Dorn Podcast, and this is what we do um, pretty much week to week is walk through these Bible discussions. So you'll get to kind of watch and listen as we do that and as we record that, um, and that'll be out on our podcast, so you'll be able to share it with friends as well. And then we'll finish up with some time um, for questions if you have any questions, and if we have the time, we'll do just a tiny bit of a fun little practice exercise, and then we have a couple giveaways. So I'm going to start us off with some prayer, and then we'll introduce ourselves so you can get to know us a little bit. All right, dear Lord, thank you. Thank you for this beautiful morning that you have given us, God, and thank you for this weekend where we um, have just learned so much, Lord, and we pray as our prayer has been throughout the weekend, Lord, that this is not just knowledge for the sake of knowledge, God, but that you 
use it um, to make us more like you. You use it um, to fill us up so that we can pour that out on those in our lives that you have brought into our lives that we can teach about you, God. And we thank you for this opportunity to be here this morning. God, we pray that this session um, is filled with your spirit, God, and that you just highlight um, something specific for each woman that's here, God, that you have something for them. You um, ordained for them to be in this session, Lord, and we are thankful for that. And we pray that you just meet us here through um, just this practical, really helpful information, God, of how to take your word and discuss it with those you've brought into our lives. So we pray that you speak through Casey and I this morning, Lord, and that you continue to just offer your grace to us. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So I am Aaron, um, Aaron Kellogg. I am married to my high school sweetheart, and we have twin girls that are six. Anybody else have twins? Yay, oh, look at that. That's so awesome. Fun. Twins are so fun. And then I also have a six-week-old little boy who's in the back. Um, my mom's seven taking weeks. care of him. Oh, seven weeks. Seven weeks. You're right. He's seven weeks. Um, <laughs> third child. got to keep up with her. Third child. You know, you know how that is. Um, so that's kind of my life. Um, I work part-time at our church doing women's ministry, and then I also work part-time for the Gospel Coalition. Um, just helping with their donor ministry stuff. And so that's kind of my life, raising kids, um, loving the Lord, and trying to help others do the same. Yep. So I'm Casey, and I'm also married to my high school sweetheart. His name is Jonathan. We have three little girls, ages 10, 7, and 3. Um, we live in Round Rock. But fun fact, I'm originally from this area. I'm from Greenville, so you might know where that is. <laughs> um, spent a lot of time here growing up. Um, let's see what else about me. My degree is in nursing, but it is my joy and privilege right now to not be doing that and to be <laughs> staying at home with our little girls and I homeschool and I also write and podcast for adorned. And mm -hmm. so that's a little bit about me. Yeah. So we'll go ahead and dive into, um, kind of the, what is a transformative Bible discussion? Um, how's it different than what you might be currently doing or have done in the past? Why it's important? So we're going to talk about that a little bit first, and then Aaron will share, okay, how do you do that? So what is it? Um, it's just simply breaking down and studying scripture verse by verse and then discussing it either with a small group of friends or um, I mean, like a small group at church, you can do this in a coffee shop, like Jen said, in a living room, um, just kind of, it can be formal, it can be informal. The way we got started with this actually was we were just sitting in my living room or Aaron's living room on a regular basis talking about doctrine and theology and scripture, and my husband actually overheard us, and he said, y'all should record that, and I was like, and, and do what with it, you know, and he said, you should have a podcast, and I was like, no, like, that's not going to happen and ever, and I was like, yeah, and I happened to mention it to my, okay, anybody all about the Enneagram right now, anybody, I'm a two, she's a seven, I happened to mention it to my seven friend who was all like, oh yeah, that sounds so fun, let's do it, let's do it, so we started a podcast, so that's kind of how it got started, um, when Angie asked us to do this workshop, she was like, okay, so I want you to teach like the framework that you use for these discussions. And Aaron and I kind of looked at each other. We were on the phone call. We kind of looked at each other like, oh, like we don't have a framework. So we sat down and we realized that we actually did have more of a framework than we 
realized, even Mm -hmm. though it felt um, more natural to us because we were friends and we were used to doing this, we actually kind of did follow steps. So that's what we're going to talk to you about today. Mm -hmm. So why are these conversations important? Well, you've already heard several times this weekend that all scripture is God breathed. Like it says in 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17, all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. And so it's important to study all of scripture. So when you're going verse by verse like this, you won't be as tempted to leave out like the hard stuff Mm -hmm. or um, the stuff that you think, oh, that's not important, like the genealogy and things like that. You're going to actually hit everything. We also um, believe God created us for community. He himself lives in community within the Trinity. And it's just so important to do life and theology and Bible study together in a community. So you can do this same thing um, by yourself at home. And Aaron's going to talk a little bit about the inductive study. If you're not familiar with it, that's kind of the method we use to prepare for this. Um, And you can do it by yourself. But um, Proverbs 2717 says iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. So doing this in community, there's just so much benefit to it. So another question is, how is this different from what you might be doing right now or kind of like the traditional model of women's Bible study within the church? And um, just like we said, walking verse by verse might be a little bit different than some of the studies that are more topical, that pick specific things. Um, Inductive study, which Aaron's going to go over, is a little like that might be new to you. Um, you might be used to like a specific curriculum with specific questions and there's a lot of really good curriculums out there and it's not we're not saying that's bad at all this is just simply a different way to study and a good way that we believe um, you can become a good student of the Bible mm-hmm. and this is one of my well there's a cup there's a lot of things I love about doing <laughs> this but this is one of my favorite things is that this um, I feel like it just kind of gives the Holy Spirit like, a lot of room to work because you're not answering specific questions mm-hmm. and so you can really just be open to hearing what he has to say you're not so like focused in on one specific thing um, that you're missing the whole of it and so I just love that part about it mm-hmm. and also this also gives you the opportunity to um, learn about different resources because if you're using a specific study you might be tempted to just like stay in that book but this this gives you the opportunity to learn about podcasts and websites and different sermons that you like to listen to and use all these different resources combined to study for your discussion. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That's good. So we know a little bit about what it is and why we do it. Now we're going to talk about um, some practical steps of how to actually start doing this. So the first thing first things first, would be to, you know, choose who you're going to do this with. Is there someone you're discipling? Is there um, maybe a teenager in your church? Is there a couple of friends where you're like, hey, let's get together and do this? Like, ask the Holy Spirit and just spend some time praying um, of who you're going to do this with. And then you have your first meeting with them. So like we mentioned, you could do it at a coffee shop. It could be something more like formal within your church, or it could just be in your living room. And at that first meeting, your main focus is to decide what you're going to study. Okay, the first meeting's kind of fun. You can talk about, hey, what is this going to look like? What book are we going to go through? Um, where are we going to start? And kind of 
spend the rest of the time going through these steps that I'm about to cover of how you're going to do that. I think just setting everybody up on the same page of this is what we're going to do, this is how we're going to spend our time really sets everybody up on a great um, starting place. So you're that first meeting, you're deciding what you're doing, and then you're discussing how you're going to do it. And so the how to prepare Say you decided on John. I'm giving this example because this is what we're going to do in the podcast. Say you decide you're going to go through the book of John. You decide, okay, at the first meeting, we're going to cover John chapter 1. And then you're like, wow, there's a lot of stuff in John chapter 1. So let's break it down even more. Let's just go over the first 18 verses. So you'll say, okay, next week when we meet, we're going to go over John 1, 1 through 18. Then what you want to do is you want to find where there's natural breaks within that passage. So if there's a lot of stuff in one verse, you might stop after one verse, which is what we're doing today with John 1. Um, you've heard it read a couple times this week, and John 1 verse 1 has a lot of theology behind it and a lot of maybe questions of like, what is the word? Who is the word? Um, and so you might stop after just one verse. You might say, okay, the first part that we're going to talk about is just verse 1. And then there's kind of a natural break after verse 4, so let's then study that section. So you put it into bite-sized pieces, okay? And then each bite-sized piece you're going to study. And um, has anybody read Women of the Word or sat under Jen's teaching? Okay, so that's pretty much what we do. She calls it comprehension. Some people call it observation, but that's where we start. So with each bite-sized piece, so for our example, it's just one verse, you're going to write down your observations or your comprehension pieces, your interpretations, and your applications. So instead of trying to do that over a whole um, chapter or a whole section, you're going to do that for each specific little section that you've broken down. Um, you may not have, you know, 25 observation pieces. You might have one observation. You may not have an application piece, especially if you're going through genealogy or something yeah. like that. So you don't have to get every single step on every single bite-sized piece because you really won't have time to discuss all of that anyways. But just to kind of have those broken down pieces and figure out what, um, what you really need to learn from those. So we'll go through that method. Observations is what does the passage say, or comprehension, what does the passage say? Interpretation, what does that mean? And then applications, is there anything that God's calling you to in light of that little passage that you've just read? So once you've done that, um, like Jen says, read and reread and reread as many times as you'd like and really pray over those passages. And then once you've done that for all of those bite-sized pieces for verses 1 through 18 or whatever your passages that you've decided, then the part comes in where, like we said, is one of our favorite parts is where you really can open it up and look to different commentaries, listen to different sermons, use different websites and things like that. Once you have sat in the passage, once you have really prayed over what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you, then you can look to other people and say, hey, am I the first one to kind of think this? Or I have a question about this. And, and to really use the wisdom of the theologians that have come before us and the pastors that we get to sit under. And so we thought it might be a good idea to, to let you know what some of our favorites are. So what is some of your favorite places to go after you study the passage on your own? So the first place I like to go, and I actually sometimes will use just my journaling Bible initially, because if I'm using my study Bible, I'm tempted to go like look at all the notes mm -hmm. and all the information. And I really just kind of want to sit in the passage before I'm looking at what other people had to say about it. So I'll use my journaling Bible and then I'll go to my study Bible mm -hmm. and see what the study Bible has to say. I have the Reformation study Bible. Aaron has the ESV. Um, they're both really, really good. Yeah. Um, but then I also like to listen to sermons. I love listening to Matt Chandler. I love listening to R.C. Sproul. Um, one of my favorite books to reference is 
um, The Essential Truths of the Christian Faith by R.C. Sproul. We love systematic theology. Um, There's some good websites, too, like The Bible Project. I love their videos that they have just explaining the background on on the books of the Bible and um, all of that. So, yeah, those are some of my favorites. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I like all of those. And then also Desiring God is a really good website to go to. John, That's John Piper's ministry. Um, and then the Gospel Coalition, obviously I'm a big fan. But they have, um, they have a, a really great resource page where you can even just type in like, John 1, 1 through 18, and it'll pull up a bunch of different blog posts and articles and sermons. I mean, I pulled one up the other day that was from like 1979. It was like Don Carson from forever ago. It's like that on Piper's website too. Yeah. I'm like, the recording's like horrible. Yeah, and really he's hard. using terms that I'm like, what? Because it's like the 80s, <laughs> yeah. but it's still good stuff. I yeah. mean, the Bible's still the same, so yeah. it's good stuff. And Gospel Coalition, we're coming out on our website with a, um, a whole kind of like a Bible dictionary type thing. So if you're like stuck on a word or something, something like that, a whole page will come up with all different resources, but also just definitions of words and, and references to scripture. So that's another really good resource to and use. And that's all, I mean, other than buying the books, I mean, the websites and stuff yeah. are free. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Okay. So another um, thing to note is if you're starting a new book of the Bible, when you're doing this um, at that first meeting, you may say, hey, we're not going to jump into John 1 yet. What we're going to do is we're going to spend the first week just learning the context and the background information. Once you're already in the book, you don't need to do that, obviously. But for the sake of today, we don't have time to do all of that and John chapter one. So we'll do a little bit of context, but like we know, context and background is really important. So the ESV or any of the study Bibles are really helpful for that, but also Bible Project is one of our favorites when you're starting a book because they have these little videos that are like three to five minutes that tell you about the whole book. So that's another good place to go. So that's how you prepare. And then when you come to your first meeting where you have already prepared, you get to then discuss. And you might think, okay, we've done that. So like, how do we kind of start? Again, we want to start with prayer like we did this morning. Um, we believe in the power of the prayer and just opening up and asking the Lord to guide your conversations. We know, um, especially as women, we kind of wander. We might, you know, just jump right to application or we might be distracted by the things before we walk into that meeting. So really just coming in and asking the spirit to meet you there and to stay on task basically is, is a lot of times what our prayer is. So pray over that conversation and then you're just going to discuss exactly how you prepared bit by bit, little bite-sized piece by little bite-sized piece. So your first few minutes, you'll be discussing the background if you're starting a book and then um, discussing verse one or however you broke down those bite-sized pieces. And you're not going to cover everybody's, all their observations, all their interpretations, all their applications, all the sermons they listened to, all the commentary they heard, because you'll be there for 15 hours, you know? So you're going to kind of just let the conversation go naturally and let the spirit kind of lead it. But if you're the one who's leading this conversation, you do got to kind of rein it in sometimes um, and try to move on to the next passage so that you do get to cover everything. So something that Casey and I do is we try to, before we get to any application, make sure we've talked about at least an observation or interpretation. Um, and so that uh, might be the tricky part of doing this in community is figuring out and give yourself some grace. Um, Casey and I have been friends for a long time. And we, like she said, we were already doing this just kind of on our own before we structured it for the podcast. So there might be some growing pains. There might be some adjusting and 
especially if you've done a very structured Bible study your whole life, or maybe you've never opened the Bible before the person you're meeting with, give yourself some grace for it to just be a little bit awkward the first few times and, and give yourself some grace to come to some different conclusions and then have charitable discussions about that. You might have listened to a sermon who disagreed with the sermon the other person listened to. Mm -hmm. And that's some of the best discussion is, you know, like, well, what do you think about that? Where else do we see in scripture? I mean, our, one of the biggest things we say is to use scripture to interpret scripture. And so you, we, you might have to do that. You might walk away leaving that conversation going, we're not going to move on to the next passage because we need to sit in this a little bit more. So try to give yourself some freedom, which is hard for us because we're like, no, this is like a Bible study. We have to be organized. We have to keep going. But really give yourself some freedom in those conversations to say, hey, you know, we, we studied through verse 18, but we really got stuck on verse 14 this week. And, and that's where we ended. And that's fine. And then just pick up mm -hmm. from where you leave off. Um, yeah, so, and then some of the questions, like, we'll, you go through those interpretations and those sorts of things, and then some other questions that might help move the conversation along, if you feel like you're getting stuck, is um, what's something that God revealed about himself in that passage? Um, that's usually where we like to start before we go to ourselves, is, you know, where do, what, what character traits do we see of God? What attributes do we see of him? And then, you know, what do we see God calling us to is another good question to kind of keep it moving along. Or um, what's something you learned from another resource? That way, you, some people might not be comfortable automatically going to other resources, but that might help them if you say, oh, I listened to this sermon, and then you can share that with them. And then some other questions of, like, what questions do you have? That's a lot of times the really fun part is, like, oh, man, okay, you had that question. So did I. I'm not mm -hmm. the only one. Mm -hmm. Let, let's try to figure out that answer. And then um, maybe what's your overall takeaway? That's kind of usually what we end the podcast with is what was the main thing that the Spirit talked, you know, taught you through this? Because when we are breaking it down into such small pieces like Casey's saying we we might um what is the, what is that saying you might miss the forest for the trees or something, yeah, like, something that. like that so you, that trees that might happen you might yeah. find yourself like so in deep in each verse that you might forget that there is a whole there is a whole main theme that's being taught throughout this book and so sometimes that's a great conversation too is what's your overall takeaway all right, so that's the what, the why, and the how. Now we're going to transition into actually recording. We hope that you enjoyed our teaching on how to lead a transformative Bible discussion. Be sure to join us next week as we continue our conversation and discuss John 1. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes, and most importantly, share with a friend. The beautiful music that you've heard on this episode today is by the incredibly talented Katie Cobbs.